0: Woke up on a Saturday, I rolled the fattest J, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. He do what his daddy said. listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. Yo, what's going on Ovi? Welcome to the Maddie J Podcast, recording with a new fucking microphone, dude. I am no longer using my phone like a fucking podcast nerd to record. Uh, my wife got me this awesome, and as you can tell, very sensitive microphone, much like me, awesome, but very sensitive, and uh, yeah, how's the sound on this thing? Testing, testing. I tested it a little bit. Um, it sounds pretty good, and uh, it's very, like I said, very sensitive. So it's probably going to pick up all the background noise that happens during a usual podcast that you probably just don't hear um, when I'm using this microphone of my 18 year old phone. I pretty much use the equivalent of a, you know, Nokia Razor to record the podcast, um, might as well be, but uh anyway, welcome to the show, it's a show of just me speaking in this microphone, normally I'm like pacing around like a madman recording this shit, so I have to adjust to actually sitting in one spot and relaying my thoughts to the world from a prone position, as opposed to just... Usually I, like, pace the floor, um, and you can hear my ankles cracking. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I don't want to reveal how old and worthless my joints are on here, so I'll probably just stay still, and you don't want to hear this every two seconds, so uh, we'll stay stationary for your listening pleasure. Dude, how was your week? Merry Christmas, by the way. Happy Hanukkah. I think Kwanzaa starts tomorrow, so if you celebrate that, God love you, happy Kwanzaa. I've still, to this day, never met someone who celebrated Kwanzaa. I don't know what you do. Do you light some candles? Is there a feast? Do you drink yourself uh, to a stupor and hate yourself for the rest of the day, like most Americans Or uh, is this kind of like a celebration with family where uh, you take the responsible route and uh, just fucking eat until you've reached maximum capacity in your stomach. Cut everything off and uh, continue about your day as if you're not a uh, piece of shit who overindulges like we all do in this country. I don't know. Still, if you celebrate Kwanzaa, write into MattyJPodcast at gmail dot com. Just let me know what the hell you do all day. There's no Kwanzaa movies, you know. I don't know if I'd watch a Kwanzaa movie. It's like, how? What kind of hijinks can happen during Kwanzaa? I don't know. Speaking of hijinks, though, I was watching both Home Alones yesterday, as is tradition. Everybody has their one Christmas tradition of what they fucking watch that takes them back to a time when, you know, you woke up on Christmas Day at like six twelve a.m. and your parents were like, dude, no, go back to sleep. <laughs> so you just sat there wide awake in your bed counting the minutes till like 8 o'clock when they said you could get up. I gotta say, as a as an adult on the other side of that now, I uh, I totally get it, not wanting to wake up at 6.15 a.m. Because you were probably up all the previous night pretending to be Santa Claus, eating fucking cookies and milk by the fire, and, uh, you know, wrapping everything, putting it under the tree, making sure nobody heard you, you probably got to bed at like 3 a.m., And then your kid's, like, pounding on your door at 6 o'clock wanting to go open presents. I totally get it. Like, the older I get, the more I identify with uh, the fucking dad in a Christmas story. I always thought he was such a fucking grump, dude. But I get it now. All he wants to do is eat his fucking turkey and chill the fuck out and not wake up at, like, 3 a.m. for his kids opening Christmas presents. And, you know, he's, he's reached the age where, you know, you don't really, what what kind of gift is going to be amazing? You know, his wife gets him a bowling ball. He's like, yeah, thanks. That's great. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm at that age where people don't know what to get me except my wife. Like, you know, socks, underwear, um, subscription to bikers daily, and I'm not talking about motorcycles, just like bicycles, it's like, yeah, great, when have I ever talked about bicycles, dude? Anyway, welcome to the Maddie J Podcast, um, not usually recording on a Sunday, but I'm sure everyone in the world has some kind of day off today or tomorrow, so, I figure it's kind of, kind of like a Friday, how was your Christmas, was it good? Did you get everything you wanted from old Santa Claus? Uh, I I definitely, like, I've been wanting to buy a microphone like this for probably, like, since I probably first started. I was asking KP, like, what kind of microphones are out there to do this kind of thing. And, um, I just know deep down I was probably never going to buy it because I just don't buy shit like that. (laughs) I don't buy stuff that'll improve my life um I really don't I just don't ever really like buy shit but then again I'll spend like you know a hundred bucks on a uber eats order you know like two racks of baby back ribs and assorted side dishes for like a hundred bucks but you know a microphone like this that would easily improve the quality of my show no it's too much to ask, but yeah, um hope you had a good Xmas, hope your kids didn't wake you up at like 3.42, wanting to open gifts, and you have to like, your first act of Christmas as a parent is yelling at them to go back to bed, like, like what happened to me, like, you know, all throughout my childhood, <laughs> nah, I'm fucking around, But yeah, we were watching Home Alone last night. Um, I forgot to drink the fucking, um, I got some Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog. I forgot to drink that until later in the night. Actually, it's, it's, I prefer that. It's a good nightcap, dude. Because that shit is like a, it's basically like drinking heavy cream. Do you really want to be doing that all day? Is that healthy? Like, Just picture pouring, you know, half and half into a cup and just pounding that all day. Every time I take a sip, I'm like, dude, diabetes is in my family and it's right around the corner with the next sip. Um, So, yeah, if I made a suggestion, it would be nightcap with eggnog. You know, don't continually drink it throughout the day. Probably not a great idea. If you want to live past 45. um, Yeah. So yeah, we watched those movies, and guess what, dude? The big, grand fucking presentation today. Emily in Paris, dude. Season 3. It's on today, and we're gonna check that out. We're gonna binge watch Emily in Paris on Christmas, dude. Can you think of a better way to spend Christmas. Actually, I'm not being sarcastic. I fucking love the show. If you haven't checked it out, I would highly recommend it. It's like, uh... It's like Ted Lasso, but for chicks. You know? I'm not saying that only dudes can watch Ted Lasso. I'm saying that the sensibilities that are, you know, tickle the male mind vis-a-vis Ted Lasso, um do the same for the female mind um, for Emily in Paris, but the opposite gender can also appreciate either one. So if you're a fan of Ted Lasso, at least Ted Lasso season one, um, I would totally check out Emily in Paris with your wife. And, you know, guilty pleasure. If you want to do it by yourself, if you're like a single dude living in the city and you want to check out Emily in Paris, just do it, man. It's a feel-good show. It'll make you want to take a trip to France. Which, um I have to say, hasn't been in my repertoire. It's not been on my itinerary. um, Ever, really. Until I watched the show. And I was like, alright. I could see myself taking a trip there. Having everybody just blast me for not knowing French. Um, look down on me. And ask me why we elected Donald Trump for like a week straight, and then I'll come back home. (laughs) That was my experience um, abroad. Uh, I think in like 17, we went to a, a French island in the Caribbean called Martinique. Lovely place, dude. Love that place. Perfect weather all year. I'm talking 80 degrees every day all year the same fucking weather, um, beautiful place, would highly recommend going, um, although I think ticket prices for fucking flights need to calm the fuck down a little bit, before, uh, you know, it's realistic for someone to go there, um, but we went at a time where they were flying right out of, right out of, uh, Florida and Maryland, and it was like two to three hundred bucks to go down there, so... It's not like I'm Richie rich, wee flying this, that, and the other place around the world. It was just, uh, it was a, uh, a vacation of opportunity, if you will. But anyway, we were down there. All anyone wanted to ask me was what I thought of Donald Trump. I'm like, dude, why, that's it? That's the only thing. Not like, oh, what was it like growing up in the States? You know, what do you like to do for fun? That's like. What do you think of Donald Trump? I'm like, dude, I, I don't know. I didn't come here to talk about that. But it's all anybody wanted to talk about. So when you lost, it was kind of like, dude, I don't have to... If I go abroad, I don't have to talk about it anymore. Um, I just, you know, I don't really talk politics ever with anyone except myself. Like, I... You should listen to the Matty J political episodes. I'll sit down with a microphone, just talk to myself, talk politics, argue with myself. It's like uh, Hannity versus Combs in the Matty J podcast studios. It's just me yelling at myself back and forth, taking different sides. Um, but yeah, if you travel abroad as an American, just be prepared to answer extremely invasive political questions, Okay. Like, they might as well have been like, dude, what do you think about them, what do you think about, uh, abortion, you know? Just pick the most highly volatile political subject and just ask someone about it when you first meet them. (laughs) This wasn't like, uh, we had, we had seen the same people for like a week and then like, towards the 6th or 7th day they were like all right dude what well, what do you think about trump no it was like uh, immediately like within the first 5 seconds i was like oh okay maybe that's why they're always fucking fighting wars over there in europe cuz they just you know as soon as they meet somebody it's like oh i hate you for being this um they don't really give people a chance to like be themselves you get to know them and then you get to know their politics if they want to share it with you it's like no what are your political views if they're not agreeing with me, fuck you. You deserve to die. That's Europe. That's pretty much Europe. I'm glad I'm generalizing so much. It's amazing. Literally a billion people in Europe. They're all the same. Yeah, anyway. Um, I'm going to watch Emily in Paris today. It's going to be awesome. I wonder if she goes somewhere other than Paris. Because there's been a couple of... Uh... Well, let me just give a brief synopsis of the show. Shall I? For those of you who live under a fucking rock, uh, Emily in Paris is the unique and realistic story of a girl who lives in central Paris as an American. um, Barely works. And kind of just goes around. She has a very rich roommate whose dad is a Chinese billionaire. She's trying to, you know reject that life, um, and she goes over there for her job, because some other whore got pregnant, and she needed to take that whore's spot in France, because, you know, she was on maternity leave, so she's like, alright, I'll take it, goes to France, gets a fucking roommate, happens to be the daughter of a Chinese billionaire, right, so I guess that's what funds the lifestyle, because I'm thinking, dude, this girl barely works, and her job it's like being on her phone all day or like having a two-minute conversation with a client and then going out and getting shit-faced at lunch. <laughs> Maybe that was the appeal when I was watching. I was like, wow, these people barely work. And uh clearly they have a lot of money because it's basically, I would assume, like living in the middle of New York City. So rent's like, what, $8,000 a month for a one-bedroom apartment, something like that. Um. But, yeah, she does it. And, uh... uh, She usually goes to some kind of destination. Like, she went to Normandy, for one. And they reenacted this famous scene from Saving Private Ryan. uh, Where the machine guns are um, up in the pillboxes just just mowing people down. They reenacted... No, I'm just kidding. Um, But they went to Normandy, tried some wine... And, uh, the season two, wow, I don't, do I want to spoil season two, dude, I don't think so, but there's another destination in season two that looks pretty dope that I want to check out, um, I mean, and they literally have a city in France called Nice, and it's spelled nice, dude, it's like nice, just want to go there and be like, nice, Maybe that's why they hate Americans. It's like, oh, check out our architecture and our history of the city and we're just like, "Nah, I just came here so I could be like, nice." <laughs> yeah, so highly recommend the uh, Emily in Paris. Um, very good show. Feel-good show of the year, actually the last couple of years. And what a per- what a perfect time when you're off today and tomorrow to just sit down and watch something wholesome. Uh, if you're gonna watch something wholesome, I mean, today's the day, today's the day to go for wholesome, anyway. Um, you know, all you guys gotta call your parents, those of you who aren't already hanging out with them, those conversations, you guys ready for that? Little Johnny's ballet recital, because, you know. Who's to say Little Johnny doesn't do ballet, especially nowadays? Would you some kind of fucking asshole ballet-phobe? Like, boys can't do ballet? That's it's fucking, like, 1993 right there. This is 2022, dude. Dogs do ballet now. Fucking boys want easy-bake ovens for Christmas, all right? Girls want to fucking get a whole ninja outfit and do karate in the garage. This is just a different time. Get with the fucking times, dude. But anyway, you talking with your parents uh, today? I got it. I'm calling, I'm calling bomb right after this. And, uh, you know, she's out in the belt, dude. She's a jet setter. I have to squeeze in my call. Um, at, like, 8 in the morning, 9 in the morning, just so I make sure I see her. She's doing this, that, and the other. I assume this is, like, trying to talk to me through my entire 20s. Like, yeah, I might be around, but I'll probably be out doing shit with friends. And now it's a complete role reversal, where I'm like, okay, uh, I wonder if she's (laughs) alright. Call me when you get home! Um... And yeah, just kind of trying to, uh, you know, work, work my schedule around hers. So I got that calling fucking Papa Matty J today, too. He do what his daddy say. Uh, I don't think I ever explained the joke behind that. Because that is a joke. He didn't... KP didn't just say that in the intro just cuz it rhymed, you know. There's a joke in my friend group cuz my dad and I are pretty tight. We're uh we're pretty close buds, pretty close pals. Um but yeah, it would just so happen that every time we wanted to like record something for Jumper's Hole or uh we wanted to um just hang out on a weekend day or something like that, I would just so happen to have plans with my dad already. So, (laughs) so, like, the third or fourth time this happened, it's not like I have plans with my dad every fucking day. It's just, I shit you not, every single time we were trying to hang out was a day that I had made plans weeks in advance to hang out with my dad and do something. And uh, they just gave me shit for it every single time. It's like, oh, daddy's boy He's going to hang out with dad. Doesn't want to hang out with us. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't record music with your best friends. Go hang out with your dad. Fucking lame ass. And uh, it just became a thing. And then that's why the intro is so great. Because KP is like, I'm getting him back, dude. Every single episode, I'm getting him back. For all those times, he hung out with dad. Um, that's where he did what his daddy say came from. Cause, uh, the joke is that, um, my dad and I hang out then are close. <laughs> when you say it like that, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of just like, well, that's what, what else are you supposed to make fun of as guys, you know? Oh, you have a great relationship with your parents. Yeah. Fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Um so I must be doing something alright. You know? If if that's if that's the material, if that's the fodder uh for the roast of Matty J, then I'll take it, dude. By the way, we've also done that in the past. Um we would take a big trip, all of us friends, and we would go to a place called Deep Creek, which is western Maryland. And when people when I say western Maryland, people are like, What, Maryland has a west? Yes, there's like a, if Maryland's a gun, it's like the end of the barrel, right? It's, uh, it's west, um, and it's very mountainous, it's probably like, what, 50 miles south, 100 miles south of Pittsburgh, I would say, my Pittsburgh connections, um, and we would go there every year, really, we would go just to get shit-faced. A group of, like, 16 of us, uh, guys, their girlfriends, um, you know, a couple people, like, only certain people knew, but we all just kind of bonded over the Deep Creek experience. We'd all be there, and every year we would have a roast. Thank God I never got picked. But, you know, for a roast, you're going to get roasted, too. If you're participating in the roast of whoever anybody's seen one you're still gonna get roasted like only like the last few lines of your roast are dedicated to the actual person you're roasting so yeah I got roasted pretty hard dude I changed a lot of my ways (laughs) post roast dude um yeah there were some doozies you have to know the people unfortunately uh for any of the jokes to make sense so I won't repeat them here and some of them are pretty horrible, so they really shouldn't be repeated at all. But yeah, um, so if you're wondering the roast of Maddie J, if that's ever happening, it's already happened, dude. I've been to like three roasts, and I've gotten roasted every time. So hopefully uh, my um, insecurities will not have to, I won't have to face them at all, because I'll just avoid roasts for the rest of my life. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, cause you know, they always say it, it's just, it's just a joke, dude. But behind that joke, it's a little kernel of truth there. And you're wondering how true is true when you're getting roasted. You're like, do I come across like that? You know, there are certain times I wish I was just a sociopath, you know, I just didn't care. Um, Like a sociopath without the killing spree, you know? I just didn't care, um, what anyone... I just did whatever I wanted to do. and just didn't give a shit what other people thought about it, you know? I think, to a certain degree, once you get older, there's a bit of, like, I don't give a shit that happens. I'm not... I mean, I'm I'm getting there. Certain things, I'm like, uh, fuck that. But, uh, certain things, I used to be very, uh oh my god, what are they gonna think, I don't give a shit now, but I still do care a lot about what is said about the old Maddie J podcast, and the master in general, so, I'll get there soon, soon, but, uh, yeah, you know, sometimes you just wish that you could just be a psychopath for, like, a couple of hours, and just, just not feel any empathy, any embarrassment No shame whatsoever, and just go and fucking do whatever you want. A roast would be a perfect place for a sociopath. Because you're just going to make people laugh, and whatever's said about you, you just don't give a shit. It's amazing. I mean, everyone pretends to not care what's said about them at a roast, but it can hurt deep down. Because it's truths that you don't want to face about yourself, that get exposed to the world, um, and everybody has them, you know, everybody has their quirks, and when people latch onto them, <laughs> and make fun of them in front of a group of like 20 people, then yeah, it kind of sucks, um, but yeah, maybe I can work on developing, I'm gonna google after this podcast is over, how to develop sociopathic narcissism, it's something that can be learned. Yeah. Well, I hope uh, I hope you had a good weekend. Uh, thanks to A-Train for getting on the podcast last week. The last podcast recorded on shitty microphone audio from my iPhone. Um, I appreciate you listening to, what is this, now 104-odd episodes of recordings with me going poof into the microphone every two seconds, fans in the background, fucking, not not fans as in like uh, supporters, like a group of 100 people yelling, yeah, no, uh, I mean like literal, a fan blowing in the background so that some white noise could be provided for the podcast, um, you went through all that with me, and now here we are, we fucking made it, dude, I have a professional ass microphone now. Um, Courtesy of my wife, check her stuff out, Rahas Film on Instagram, R-A-H-A-S Film um, on Instagram. She creates all of the podcast art uh, for the Bandy J podcast. She's my social media manager. Um, Still looking for a stat boy. Uh, Hugo applied, and he did... He did a week, but uh, I think week one, episode one of Hugo's tenure, he, he lays down farts and just goes to sleep. It's like, all right, dude. Has no respect for the Matty J podcast. So uh, somebody who has respect for podcast artistry, uh, please apply. podcast at gmail.com. Looking up, we're looking for stat boys, but it doesn't need to be uh, a dude. It can be like it could be a dog you know, it's just a dog that cares, Hugo you, you doesn't give a shit, as soon as his face was on the podcast art, he, he fucking, he called it a day, he called it a day, he pretty much called it a life, he was like, dude, I worked for five minutes, I'm a dog, I don't fucking do shit, I'm just gonna lay down, and you feed me, and you pick up my shit, all right, who's king around here, I don't pick up your shit, um, so yeah, hiring a stat boys, podcast at gmail.com, podcast is the Instagram. Follow me, um, I'm gonna, you know, social media wise, I could be a little more active, but, um, I also, you don't want to be too active, you don't want to care too much, it's like dating, you know, you don't want to look desperate. You want just the right amount of, uh, you know, take it or leave it. I don't give a fuck, you know, even though I really do. Um, it's amazing the games human beings have to play with each other. We all know the game that everyone's playing, but we still do it. Because if you don't, you're just weird. Like, if you if you really like a person, the last thing you want to do is talk to them too much. Which is very counterintuitive, right? Because if you find a person out of 7 billion people on the planet that you really enjoy talking to, the last thing you want to do to make them um, appreciate you and respect you is to talk to them. So, and everybody knows that. And everybody still does it. And nobody's ever not going to do that because it's like some kind of ritual. Ritual. Like, I can't explain it either. If a girl, you know, back in the day really liked me and kept talking to me, that would be super annoying, kind of weird, and I wouldn't want to talk to her. So, yeah, I'm a part of this thing, too. Uh, I just don't get it. That's what I'm saying. I don't get the rules. I understand the rules are there, and they're there for a reason. I don't know what the reason is, other than just because they've always been there. But then again, it does feel weird and creepy when the rules aren't followed. So I don't know, dude. Anyway, that has nothing to do with social media. So uh, I will keep posting away on there. I'll keep. I'll probably fool with the audio on this mic a little bit more just to see what I can do here. I saw that there was an echo button. Let me see if I can. Bear with me here. Echo. Echo. So yeah, I, uh, I moved into the, the huge, dark hallway into my house, because I have a gigantic fucking house, dude. Um, so I'm now in the hallway recording. Um, let me move back into the, uh, the, the studio here. Hold on. Okay, I'm back at the studio. Um, yeah, so as you can tell, my house is fucking gigantic, dude. Here, let me go back out in the hallway. Hello. Yeah, that's just one of my that's just one of my hallways. I have seventeen hallways in my house. That's just one of them. Let me go back in the studio. Yeah. Um so that's a pretty cool feature on this microphone. It makes me sound like I'm recording in a fucking mansion. Um Damn, if I had gotten this for podcast one, I could've acted like, you know, my house was just massive and there's no convenient place to record because it's all just marble. With 20-foot ceilings. Every single room in the house. So, <laughs> I really could have uh, based my entire podcast on um, feigning wealth. It would have been great. Anyway, I should probably go um, mattyjpodcast at gmail.com mattyjpodcast on Instagram. Um, I think the vast majority of people who listen to this probably have my phone number so you can also contact me there. All right, uh, have a good Xmas. Um, as Hugo would say, and then just snore. Um, but that means he loves you and he appreciates you taking care of him. That's that's at least what I interpreted as. Anyway, have a good have a good weekend, a good Christmas. Uh, Sunday edition of the Matty J podcast signing off, and I'll talk to you guys uh, next week. For good old New Year's. Don't do anything the good Lord wouldn't do.